Two future Hall of Famers are going to play for their team for life. Meanwhile, somehow, the A's situation is getting worse. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. If you don't believe me, there's my lower third. You can call me Sully. I have been a podcaster for well over God, a dozen years or so, but this is my sixth season here at the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm looking forward to pitchers and catchers reporting in just a few weeks. Follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter or on Instagram. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow us on YouTube. Please subscribe to us. We're trying to get one billion subscriptions. We're several hundred million short of that. And we're doing another live stream today. I'm enjoying doing the live streams. They, they're the same for me. They, they're right up on YouTube right away. And we get to have a little interaction with you all. So if you have any questions, especially as we're talking about our show today, I already see I have a few people are logging in right now. Uh, send send your questions. Well, I'll do my best to answer them. Can't promise to get to all of them. Hey, uh, today's episode is brought to you, at least in part, by our good friends at FanDuel. Now, FanDuel is America's number one sports book. And you can, with the big Super Bowl Sunday coming up this Sunday, guess what? This is the ideal time to be making your bets up to $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet gets a victory. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Uh, quick trivia question. I had on uh, Mr. Jack Johnson yesterday. We were talking about, sorry, I had to scratch my nose here. It's late here in California. And it's still pouring rain. Jack Johnson from Lockdown Reds was here. And we talked a little bit about complete games. And I said, who is the last pitcher to throw a complete game in the World Series? And a couple of you got the hint that I was trying to inch it towards a Kansas City Royal. John Murphy Jr. thought it was a complete game against the Royals, and he guessed Madison Bumgarner. Madison Bumgarner did indeed throw a complete game against the Kansas City Royals in 2024, but someone pitched a complete game after that. And one other, who, who was it who said, who was it that said that uh, there was someone that said Zach Grinke? Uh, who, who guessed Zach Grinke? It was, uh, oh, Jonathan Curran said it has to be Royals pitcher. That person I'm going to say couldn't have done it as a Royal, but pitched to the playoffs. Zach Grinke? Uh, again, Grinke pitched very well for the Houston Astros in the 2019 World Series. And for reasons I don't understand, was removed from Game 7 of the World Series. But alas, it wasn't him. It was Johnny Cueto. Nobody got it. Johnny Cueto pitched a complete game victory in game two of the 2015 World Series when he had his cup of coffee with the Kansas City Royals. He threw a complete game against the Mets. Game one was a marathon extra inning game. Every pit, Both bullpens were gassed. And Cueto came in and did the old-fashioned things that I'm going to go nine and give the bullpen 
two days off. And if you remember that year, the Kansas City Royals bullpen was one of the main reasons that they won the damn World Series. They had a good rotation. Obviously, Cueto pitched well, but the whole idea was just get the lead by the sixth inning and their bullpen was going to hang on. So, and that's how they won the World Series. Now, two people who helped their teams win the World Series and have Hall of Fame careers have signed long-term extensions, at least announced today. The first, let's go to the first one. The first one is Clayton Kershaw. And Clayton Kershaw signed a contract extension to return. Um, it has a player option for 2025. Uh, they're vesting options. But essentially, Kershaw is who is had an absolutely remarkable career. Uh, is coming back for his 17th season with the Los Angeles Dodgers. I don't look at war as the end-all, be-all, but he has the highest war of any Los Angeles Dodger in history. Uh, you can make the argument that the greatest Brooklyn Dodger was Jackie Robinson, the greatest Los Angeles Dodger was Sandy Koufax, for what they meant to the franchise. And ironically, Jackie Robinson for the Brooklyn Dodgers grew up in Los Angeles County, and Sandy Koufax for Los Angeles Dodgers was from Brooklyn. But it all worked together, and they were actually briefly teammates in Brooklyn. However, Kershaw has had a longer career than Koufax, and Kershaw has had a great deal of success. Uh, he emerged as a Cy Young. He was a solid pitcher by 2010. He won the Cy Young in 2011 and was an all-star. You have to go all the way back to 2023 to see when he was an all-star. People like to throw out his, his postseason I don't want to say failures because he's he's had successes in the postseason. He's just his you know his record in the postseason in his 32 starts as an ERA of 4.49 uh, compared to his lifetime ERA of 2.48 in the regular season. He's had some he's had some playoff losses, but he's had some big successes as well. And they would never have had all of the playoff appearances that they've had over the years without Kershaw. Kershaw was part of the 08 National League West champion, and he was part of the 2023 National League West champion. Just the longevity of his career it shows what a, you know, a great figure in Dodger history he is. And the fact he's a three-time Cy Young Award winner. You could have made a strong argument he could have won a fourth Cy Young. He came, he was, a, he's won three Cy Youngs and an MVP for that matter. Was a runner-up twice in 2017 and 2012. And has just been, you know, thrown no hitters, has thrown huge games. And, it would have been a real, real shame if his final moments as a Los Angeles Dodger was getting absolutely tattooed by the Arizona Diamondbacks in last year's division series. But it doesn't have to be. Now, I, here's one reason why I love that he's coming back. Yes, he won. He was on an all. He was an all-star pitcher last year. But it's also clear that he doesn't have the the stamina that he used to have. He's not a spring chicken anymore. I mean, Kershaw is going to be 36 years old, which is ancient for starting pitchers these days. And I want him to be part of this Dodger team. Now, I'm not automatically handing the Dodgers a World Series title in 2024. Hell, I'm not even automatically handing them the NL West. 
However, this is a team that is filled with superstars, filled with Hall of Famers. And I like the idea that he is going to be teammates with Shohei Otani. When you consider when he began his career, he was teammates with Greg Maddox and Jeff Kent and Rafael Furcal and Nomar Garcia Parra and Manny Ramirez. These are and Derek Lowe. God, there are a lot of ex Red Sox on that team. And he was managed by Joe Torre. And I like to think that he is the connective tissue between the a team from you know 2008, the, the year after the Mitchell report came out, and then stretching all the way out to the Otani era. I don't know how much longer he has, but he's going to have a really clean Hall of Fame plaque where I'll just say Los Angeles at Nell on it. He won't have one of those years where he's like, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of pitchers, you know, bounce around towards the end of their career and have a really cluttered Hall of Fame plaque. Uh, you know, Steve Carlton comes to mind who started his career with the Cardinals, had his greatest years with the Philadelphia Phillies, and the final two and a half years of his career pitched for the Phillies, Giants, White Sox, Indians, that's what they were called then, and the Twins. Bounced around like crazy. You know, even Randy Johnson, who had wonderful career, you know, finished his career with the Giants. I bet you forgot that. But it's going to be really clean for Clayton Kershaw. And it's going to be really clean for another future Hall of Famer who is hated by Dodger fans because of all the times that uh, Kershaw hiccuped in the postseason, 2017 was going to be his John Elway Super Bowl moment. And he dominated the Houston Astros in game one and dominated them in relief in game seven of 2017 but he got bombed in houston in game four and we all know what the astros were doing then which is one of the reasons why no dodger fans who are, are very happy they had 2020 to have kershaw get fitted for his ring but that should have been theirs and of course one of the big heroes of that series and the big the, the face of the franchise when they won is also going to keep with his team for his entire career. And do you know what? Like it or not, the man is a Hall of Famer. We're going to talk a little bit about our friends from eBay Motors. Do you know what a ride or die is? I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's a car that you love and you're going to stay with it forever. That's my Ford Fiesta. It is an exotic, sexy car. And when you have a car like that, my ride or die, that's when you need eBay Motors to keep it alive. eBay Motors, everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, and style, clearly as an over Ford Fiesta, I'm into all three eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit or your your ride or every single time, or you get your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and all the prices you want, it's easier to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive. At ebaymotors.com, eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. Sorry, Canada. 
here's a reminder that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now you can find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. I, I always step in it a little bit. Astro fans hate me because I bring up the fact that their team was caught cheating in one of the most razor-thin World Series in the history of baseball. They think I never bring up the fact the Red Sox also cheated the next year, even though I mention that every single time. And yes, uh, because we know they cheated in 2017, uh, I don't give them the benefit of the doubt in 2019. That being said, the Astros have proven to be an outstanding team Obviously, winning back-to-back pennants, a World Series title, and coming real close to making a three-straight World Series with all the scrutiny on them. Uh, like him or not, think he's cute and cuddly or not, Jose Altuve is a Hall of Famer, and he, you know, he already has his two thousand hits. Is he going to get to three thousand hits? I don't know. He's only thirty-three. And there's a bunch of years, you know, he's still a productive hitter. He had an OPS of 915. Granted, he he missed a bunch of games of the year before when they won the World Series. Played 140 games, and he had an OPS of 921. Still has great power. Hit the big home run in the playoffs last year. Uh, the Astros are going to be a contender for the next bunch of years. And he signed a five-year deal that is going to take him to his 18th year. And, you know, if he, he get, if he keeps hitting 150 hits each year, he's going to have an outside chance at 3,000 hits if he sticks around. So, you know, he's going to be – he's going to the Hall of Fame whether you like it or not. The stink over what happened in 2017, and I'm going to say 2019, is probably going to prevent him from getting a first ballot Hall of Fame. But we have to come to grips to a couple of things here. If we know we've got some PED users in the hall, and we do, we know we got Pudge Rodriguez, we know we got David Ortiz and <clears throat> Bagwell, all right, but we got holier than thou about PED users, but selectively. You know, some get in, some get out. We know that Gaylord Perry, you know, threw spitballs. We know that uh, Whitey Ford scuffed the ball like crazy. And I think what Altuve and the Astros did was more on those lines and not on the lines of the PD who were doing illegal things with their body. These are little things to bend the rules that they did. And I don't think that should prevent Altuve from getting into the Hall of Fame, which he's so, I think he absolutely deserves to be. Astro fans will always forget that I say stuff like that. And I think the fact that the Astros continued their greatness, especially with a spotlight shining on them over the last bunch of years, confirms that there was more to this team than bending the rules a little bit. And Altuve is the face of the team. And he deserves to get in. I like that he's going to sign a long-term deal. And I think it's good for him, too, because... You know, Correa signed with the Twins, and Minnesota fans like him, but I was hoping the two of them would be teammates, kind of like Whitaker and Trammell on the Tigers all those years. But Altuve is going to have the stink of what happened there, you know, spoil if he moved to a different team. So he has another but love with Houston. So just bask in the love there. 
You know, it's got a world, you know, whatever you think of the 2017 team, the 2022 team won the World Series. He was a huge part of that team. And boom, got his ring. Can't deny that. Nobody can deny that. And he's going to get in. I just don't want Kershaw and Altuve to get in on the same year. Kershaw's going to get in sooner because I think Kershaw really only has about one or two more years left. Hey, you know, I'm going to switch gears to another team who fans think I never give them credit. Um, I I trashed Brian Cashman and the the front office of the New York Yankees a lot over the last bunch of years. But you got to give credit where credit is due. And the Yankees made an unbelievably good trade the other day. They took Matt Gage, who had been with the team for about an hour and a half. They picked him up from waivers from Houston. And a, a pitcher who is my son's age. My son is a freshman in college. My two boys are freshmen in college. And there's a minor league pitcher in the Yankee organization named Christian uh, Zazueta. I think is how you pronounce his name. It's, you witnessed me say it for the first time. 18-year-old kid in low A. And they flipped those two people for Caleb Ferguson, a relief pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers and teammates with uh, Clayton Kershaw. Ferguson is a very good relief pitcher. He's pitched a bunch of years. Now, he missed most of the COVID season and all of the 2021 season because he had Tommy John surgery. But he's come back, had a marvelous season out of the bullpen in 2022, was very effective last year, strikes out a lot per innings pitch, has a very good ERA, especially at his 182 ERA through in 2022, and has been effective in for the bunch of years, you know, a lot of playoff experience has pitched in the World Series, has pitched in the playoffs, and when the you know, the Yankees have lost Wandy Peralta uh, signing to San Diego, this to me is an outstanding trade. Now the pitcher that got Zuzueda, I guess I pronounced his name right. He could come up if he if he winds up being. The, you know, the, the second coming of Pedro Martinez or Greg Maddox, fine. Then good for them. But this is a tiny price to pay for the Yankees to fill the spot when they lost Wandy Peralta. Peralta is a very good, is a, is a very good pitcher. And, you know, the Yankees, when they lost him to, to San Diego, I thought that put a, a massive hole in their, um, in their bullpen. And they have a good bullpen, but they've traded away Michael King. Um, you're, you know, you're, you're taught, you know, you're tossing the the you know, the Harvey Dent coin, hoping you get a great season out of Clay Holmes. It would not stun me because a lot of times whoever winds up being the closer is an effective reliever that they just throw into the role. It would not stun me if Caleb Ferguson piles up a bunch of saves. Either way, you, we have to be fair. If you're going to trash Brian Cashman for moves that don't work. You have to give him credit for pulling one of these out of his butt because this is exactly what the Yankees need to fill that hole. And it cost them virtually nothing. So, you know, good on them. Good on them. Got to give them credit where credit is due. I'll tell you who I'm not going to give any credit to. I'm going to give any credit to the Oakland Athletics because... An article that I read in the San Jose Mercury News today that my mom sent me, thanks mom, highlights the fact that 
this situation, as bad as we think it is, may even be worse. It's time to talk about our good friends over at FanDuel, which, in case you're wondering, is America's number one sportsbook. Hey, it's going to be Super Bowl Sunday in just a few days. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be playing the San Francisco 49ers. And do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat good food. I'm going to talk to my friends. I'm going to try to win some money through FanDuel, making some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, if they're going to do an onside kick. I don't know. All the bets you can think of are right there. So new customers, if you join today, you'll get $200 in bonus bets for your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. And one last reminder, Locked On Today has the first ever National Sports 24 streaming channel on YouTube and now also on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. Hey, uh, the Mercury News in San Jose has always had a very good, uh, very good sports uh, section. Uh, Dieter Kurtenbach had an article that my mom forwarded to me. He's a very good columnist. And I'm just going to summarize some of it because as awful as the situation is with the A's in Las Vegas, reading this just makes me realize this is insane. Nothing makes sense. Uh, They want to build a ballpark on the site of the Tropicana Hotel. But as the article points out, there is no room for it. It's too small a space to put a stadium and have parking and have a retractable roof, which they're going to need to have in Nevada, and to be able to have the view of the strip that they promised. They pointed out that there's that they have not been showing any of the new artist renderings. They're disabling comments on the social media. And there's been no real progress on where the hell they're going to put the stadium, which is, and I'm going to go out on a tiny bit of a limb here, kind of an important thing if you want to have a baseball team play there. And the owner, you know, uh, uh, what's his doodle? Um, You know, Fisher went to a big kind of town hall meeting. John Fisher went to a big town hall meeting to get the, uh, people in Las Vegas pumped up and it was staggering indifference from people who went there, which is the great fear I have about Las Vegas as a market that you're going to have people who are recent transplants. The, the, the city has grown over the last bunch of years, but you have people who are many of the population are transplanted from other places and people tend to be provincial with their baseball teams. They hang on to their baseball teams. I've hung on to the Red Sox. All my friends here in L.A. who are from New York or Baltimore or Philadelphia have stayed rooting for their teams. Baseball is funny that way. And there, there's no place to put a team. 
you have a totally indifferent fan base. You have the teachers association and everyone still throwing lawsuits at the A's and the and this whole program saying, hey, you can't fund the schools, but you're going to fund a stadium, which, by the way, they don't know where it's going to be. And the fans are indifferent. And you know who is also really scratching their head and wondering, I don't know if this is going to work. Not your pal Sully, someone a little closer to it, which is a person named Carolyn Goodman. And if you're unfamiliar with who Carolyn Goodman is, she's the mayor of Las Vegas. Okay? The mayor of Las Vegas says the A's, this is, I'm quoting the article from the Merck, uh, the A's current plan for a ballpark on the Strip doesn't make sense. So they have a plan that doesn't make sense. They have a fan base that's indifferent. And they have a product where they don't have there it's not going to be a good product. They aren't going to bring a good baseball team to Las Vegas. The team stinks now. And if it's even possible, they're going to have to cut costs on the team when they've been ensuring, oh, we're going to put a good team there. And I don't care how many times they, they rewatch Moneyball on Amazon, okay? There's no way they're going to put a quality product on the field on a field where it doesn't even make sense. Now, here's the deal. There's no, the A's aren't going to be able to play in Oakland in 2025. They've played hardball, and I don't mean the, the computer baseball game from the late 80s, early 90s. I'm talking hardball with Oakland. Oakland hates them, and Oakland is putting a giant middle finger to them. They they called Oakland's bluff, and then they packed up, and what are they going to do? Expect to, to bring home a couple of flowers to the people of Oakland and say, uh, can we come back? for? Can we sleep on your couch? No, they're not going to play in Oakland in 2025. They put themselves in a situation where they don't have a home. They do not have a home. And the place where they want to go, there's no place to build a park there. And again, I keep saying this, when you have transplanted people, the locals live away from the Strip, and I'm going to go out on a limb. There's other entertainment options in Las Vegas than seeing a crappy Major League team. The reason why the Golden Knights worked there, the hockey team, is they were the first team in. They were indoors. The Thomas and Mack Center was able to hold them. It was already there. and they were good right away. They put a good team on there. This is A's team are going to be terrible. And it's a disgrace. And there really is at this point, if you're Fisher and you see that this is an absolute catastrophe in every level, why not just sell the team? Seriously, why not walk away with a couple billion in your pocket and just walk away from this mess? I still think, because they, they can't go back to Oakland. That ship has sailed. I still think at this point, you call Portland. You say, can you configure that soccer stadium to be a temporary home? Portland is a much better place. Portland has the type of fan base and a population that would be able to support a major league team and still be able to have the rivalries here. Las Vegas was always wrong, and the way they're doing it is wrong. They're they're attendance is going to be horrible. Their, their, their local interest will be non-existent. We all know that's going to happen. And now even the mayor 
of the city. She wants to be the mayor who brings Major League Baseball to Las Vegas. And she's like, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm going to, again, go on a proverbial limb. It's in her interest to try to make this work. Because it's good politically to say, hey, I brought this team here, blah, blah, blah. Empty seats. And they're going to play outdoors. What are they going to do? They're already talking about, hey, can we play in St. You know, go play in Sacramento for a little bit or Salt Lake City. Just forget it. We've shown it doesn't work. And they and and do it before someone's put one shovel into the ground. And that's Portland or Nashville. Those two are so much better places than the situation in Las Vegas. And they're not gonna be able to expand into Portland, Nashville, uh, Charlotte, and Montreal. So why not take one of those spots? It's a disaster. Hey, we got a couple of comments here. Um, uh, let's say uh, Mike Lawton says, uh, "Love you, Sully from Worcester, Mass." Uh, would be uh, you would be a great number four starter of the Red Sox rotation. Yeah, I could probably make it there if they add you to the rotation. You could have a combined two career season wins. There you go. Uh, but yeah, um, could be worse, as he said. We could be the A's. Hey, you know the Red Sox are going to be okay in a few years. Every time we give up on the Red Sox. Uh, they do something. They 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 win us first. And so yeah, pump the brakes there, Mike. Um, but yeah, at this point, cut your losses, Fisher. Just cut your losses. It's going to be a disaster. Hey, let's uh, throw the trivia question out here. We talked a lot about Clayton Kershaw at the beginning of the show. When Clayton Kershaw made his big league debut in 2008, he faced the St. Louis Cardinals and struck out the first batter he ever faced. Who was that batter who was a current major league manager? Who was the first person he ever faced and struck out? What current major league manager was the first person that Clayton Kershaw ever faced as a major league pitcher and subsequently struck out? That is your trivia question for today. So go to Locked On MLB uh, on Lockdown will be pods on Twitter or whatever it's called now and Instagram. And I'm your pal, Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Celebrating Kershaw and Altuve, giving the Yankees credit and begging the A's to end this mess. This has been Lockdown MLB. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.